0: Hello and welcome to session two. In this session, we will be talking about the three types of heart failure, which include left-sided heart failure, right-sided heart failure, and high output failure. Left-sided heart failure simply stated uh, means that that there is a failure to pump blood out of the heart to the rest of the body. So blood is going to back up into your lungs all right now why does this occur the left ventricle is dysfunctioning so this leads to decreased cardiac output which can cause what impaired tissue perfusion Extreme fatigue and anaerobic metabolism. The perfusion of blood through the myocardium is also impaired, which can lead to cardiac hypertrophy. Dysfunction of the left ventricle also leads to hydrostatic pressure that builds up in the pulmonary venous system, causing the lungs to fill with fluid or, as we know it, pulmonary congestion. In severe heart failure, patients may report pink tinged, frothy sputum which can be a sign of pulmonary edema, which can be life-threatening. So what would your patient with left-sided heart failure experience? Well, they could experience one of three things or all of these things. Exertional dyspnea, which is dyspnea on exertion. Say your patient's walking and they have to stop frequently to catch their their breath. That will be a, a good example of exertional dyspnea or orthopnea which is dyspnea at rest which would require your patient to sleep on several pillows in order to breathe or even proximal nocturnal dyspnea or pnd where your patient awakens suddenly from sleep with shortness of breath and this dyspnea does occur during rest occurs two to five hours after your patient falls asleep it's usually relieved by sitting up on the side of the bed, dangling of the feet, or even walking. Signs and symptoms of left-sided heart failure can be found in the chart, in chart 35.1, which includes weakness, fatigue, dizziness, tachypnea, dyspnea, hacking call for pallor, to name a few. Just review that chart, chart 35.1, for more Signs and symptoms of left sided heart failure. So, in this case, for the left sided heart failure patient, it's important to assess for one, their heart sounds, two, their lung sounds, their urinary output, their pulses, their level of consciousness, subjective data from the patient regarding their activities of daily living, and their heart rhythms. And more in depth information can be found again in chart 35.1 as to the things that you are going to look for when you assess heart, lungs, urinary output, etc. Left sided heart failure can further be divided into systolic and diastolic heart failure. Systolic heart failure, or systolic ventricular dysfunction, or even forward failure as it can be known, which makes sense because. Cardiac output is decreased, causing a backup of fluid into the lungs. The EF in this case is less than forty percent with ventricular dilation. The heart can't contract enough force during systole to eject blood or enough blood into circulation, and these patients are at risk for cardiac arrest. Diastolic heart failure or left ventricular function is preserved and diastolic heart failure left ventricles cannot relax or the left ventricle cannot relax and it stiffens during diastole causing the ventricle to feel irregularly it doesn't feel as it normally would to allow for an appropriate cardiac output to occur the ef is more than 40 percent the ventricles become less compliant and there's more pressure needed to move blood from the heart to the body these patients may have the same signs and symptoms as those with systolic heart failure right-sided heart failure in right sided heart failure the right ventricle does not empty completely which leads to an increased volume and pressure in the venous system which causes peripheral edema edema you see systemic venous pressures and congestion. It can be caused by an MI, left ventricular failure, or pulmonary hypotension. You can see signs and symptoms of heart failure, right-sided heart failure in chart 35.2, which will include jugular distension, anorexia, weight gain, polyuria at night, swollen feet, or hands, or distended abdomen. And again review chart 35.2 for more information on the signs and symptoms of right-sided heart failure so it is important to assess what in these patients well for one your weight loss and gain how much your patient is able to eat how much your patient urinates during the day versus the night hours their abdominal girth their blood pressure their neck veins and um, if there is any dependent edema. And last, high output failure. High output failure is not common. It occurs as a result of increased metabolic needs or hyperkinetic conditions like sepsis, hyperthyroidism, elevated temperature or fever, and anemia. So knowing all of this, how would you care for the patient with heart failure what would be your priorities what about improving gas exchange or improving cardiac output or decreasing fatigue or preventing and managing pulmonary edema all those sound like some pretty good um, care plans for your patient with heart failure Lastly, it is important to know that chronic heart failure is debilitating, but it occurs slowly over time. Your patients with heart failure may also show signs of anxiety. They can be frustrated. They can be depressed. And these issues will need to be addressed in your patient's plan of care as they will affect the way your patient responds to treatment and education regarding heart failure, home treatment, and self-care. Thank you, and this is the end of session two on types of heart failure.